All right. So welcome, everybody, to another episode of State Teller Credits. This is the big episode number three, where we finish talking about Spider-Man 3. We're concluding the trilogy. I'm Sebastian. I'm JB Quintana. And yeah, let's get into it. So Spider-Man 3. General thoughts? Um, not that good. But also, not that bad um, when you think about it. Yeah, I feel like in general... The movie's not good. But yes. when I was younger, I actually did not think the movie was bad. Yeah. Of but course. of course, younger me is stupid and doesn't <laughs> know what good movies are. <laughs> yeah, when you're younger, you like everything crappy, you know. Exactly, like the prequels. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll talk about that another time. Yeah, when the time comes. Let's let yes. let's not let's not upset the prequel fanboys yet. Okay. That'll so. be later. All right, so just to talk about the plot a little bit, and you, if you guys remember Spider-Man 2, Peter Parker is down on his luck. He's having trouble balancing between being Spider-Man and being Peter Parker. Uh, he is balancing his girlfriend or his wannabe girlfriend, Mary Jane, and his friend, Harry Osborne. And he's balancing Aunt May, whatever. But in this movie, all of that goes out the window because Peter Parker's life is completely fine. He's finally happy being Spider-Man. Uh, the, the city of New York loves him. But, you know, who cares, right? Who cares about that? You know, um, in this movie, he has a bunch of, villain, of villains. Sorry, I almost said villains. Um, so we have the Sandman, we have Venom, and we have New Goblin. Not Green Goblin or Hobgoblin. New Goblin, which is Harry Osborn. And yeah, I mean, it's just Peter trying to marry Mary Jane while dealing with all that stuff. So it's not as good as the first two. Clearly. Plot-wise or uh, character-wise, I think. Yes, exactly. Um, like even, even Aunt May doesn't, doesn't get that much screen time in this movie. Which I mean, I don't think she's she deserves that much screen time, but when she has screen time, it should be done well. And in this movie, I don't think it's done that well. Um, so yeah, a general plot. Um, Peter finds out that Peter gets a symbiote. Peter finds out that the Sandman is the one that killed Uncle Ben. Uh, Harry Osborn, New Goblin, tries to kill Peter. Um, Stuff happens. Peter gets all emo, he, which, which we'll talk about later. Uh, he gets he he tries to kill Sandman. Uh, he tries to kill Harry Osborn because Harry Osborn cucks him. Um, yeah, it's a weird movie. It's but it's it's kind of fun to to watch it at the same time, but not really. Also, so yeah. Um, in my notes. I wanted to talk a little bit about the stuff that changed. And I don't know if you know this, JP, but the music kind of doesn't slap anymore. Definitely not. I don't like, know what went wrong. Yeah. Well, it turns out that, that the composer from the first two movies, Danny Elfman, um, I think either he didn't want to come back or they didn't want to bring him back or like because of money issues. So they got a new composer who like mixed some of the some of the older music and wrote some new tracks also. So yeah, 
right off the bat, different composer, uh, different credits also. Uh, like when you look at Spider-Man 2, the credits are awesome, right? They're painted by Alex Ross. You got a recap of the first movie. And this one, you just get still images of the first two movies, which is not as cool or entertaining. And the music just makes it drag on even longer. I think the only music that's good in this movie is the, like the symbiote theme, the, the one where Peter like dons the black suit for the first time. And he's like, I think that's the only good track. And, and yeah. Okay. So I think we should talk about the black suit a bit. The black suit. I mentioned in uh, probably, I think in both episodes, the first of our first episodes, that I think the black suit is probably top three or one of my favorite. Yeah, was one of my favorite suits in all of the live action Spider-Man films. And I just got to say that uh, although uh, it is not like comic accurate, like I said in the first or the second episode, I still think it's badass. It just looks great. The black just looks amazing. The and that's the thing about uh, Toby Maguire suits um, that we discussed before. We they're, they're just tangible, you know. You you know that they're there, and he is wearing. Well, I mean, I don't know if he was wearing it, but like someone is actually wearing a suit and not just a mocap suit, you know. Right, right. And I honestly love it. I love that suit. But uh, putting aside Toby Maguire in the black suit, what do you think of the Venom suit? <laughs> Okay, so, uh, uh, like, I, I love the, the when Toby wears the symbiote. Uh, I think it's cool that the spider, like, changes form, too. It, like, wraps around. I really wish we had gotten the the, the one they had before. Like, they, they had made a costume before that was more comic accurate, and it looks really sleek. Like, it looks like just shiny black metal. Yeah, it doesn't have the webs, right? It's just yeah, it, it doesn't black. have the webs. It's just black. And it has yeah. a big spider, big white spider. Yeah, yeah. Um but as that. as far as Venom goes, like Venom um I think it's okay looking, but I I don't like it. Like I wish it was um I wish it was bigger. I I wish Venom was like towering over Spider-Man kind of. I mean, yeah, that is how he's represented in the comics. So, would you have been happier with Venom looking the way he looked in his movie, Venom movie. Oh, oh yeah. I think um, uh, for, for all the things that Venom, like the Venom movie didn't get particularly right. Um, I think for, as far as the size goes, I think it's pretty cool and I think it's pretty accurate. And I, I think I would have preferred that, but at the same time, I get why they made Venom so small. Um, cause it's about, uh, well, I know, I know when, cause talking about that, we have to talk about Eddie Brock for a bit and, and this version of Eddie Brock is not comic accurate. Sucks. Um, I, I do think he sucks, but I think he sucks in, in the right way in which that he's supposed to be Peter Parker's like foil. So he's supposed to be the version of Peter Parker if Peter Parker grew up not being responsible or not having Uncle Ben, you know, he's a dork. Like Eddie, this version of Eddie Brock is a dork. He's played by Topher Grace. 
from that 70s show, you know, good old, good old Eric Foreman. Um, he's, he's pretty dorky, but, but he's unapologetically dorky. Um, and he tries to like, he hits on like all the women, right? So he's just a sleazebag, but I think it works because he's like, he's like the, the opposite of Peter Parker, right? Yeah. But I, I don't like him. I wish, uh, I wish they would have used him like either, in, they, they should have waited for like a different movie or like just done them completely differently. You know, if they were gonna, if they were gonna go the way that you're saying that, you know, he's like kind of like the opposite of Peter Parker. Um, they could have done that, yeah, but not for not for Eddie Brock. I just I don't feel like it fits. Right, right. I yeah, I, I get that. Like it could have been like some other character. Yeah, right. And not not Eddie Brock. Yeah. You know how we meant. You know, you mentioned the the Venom movie. Um, although the Venom movie is not that great either, um, I do really like Tom Hardy. I, I think he's I think he's funny as, yeah. as Eddie Brock. I, I, I love his performance. He's just yeah, his performance as Eddie Brock is ten times better. It's just crazy than, than Topher Grace. And like I just gotta say, like I don't hate Topher Grace at all, but his performance in this movie, I hate it. I hate uh, it. <laughs> did talk, talking about Topher Grace, did you know that he quit that 70s show to be in this movie? No, I did not know that. Yeah, he 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 quit from that show. And so in the last season, he's not in it. And they brought in like a replacement. Bro. And, and well, I, it, I never saw the 70s show. So I'm uh, sorry for everyone disappointed. No, don't worry about it. But yeah, just, just fun fact. Not so fun fact, I guess, because it, it, it's one of the worst parts of this movie. And it's also one of the worst parts of that 70s show. So good job. Yes. Good job. Topher Grace. Um, <laughs> Keep on editing movies. Um, anyways, <laughs> I wanted so, I wanted to uh, ask you, Sebastian, okay. uh, because we're talking about casting, you know, okay. or the casting of Venom and whatever. But I wanted to ask you, what did you think about the casting of I forgot his name, the actor's name, but the Sandman? Oh, Thomas Hayden Church. Yes, dude. Um, honestly, I lo- I love Thomas Hayden Church. He was in Easy A uh, with with Emma Stone. Uh, he was in some other stuff, but <laughs> I, I love him in this movie. I honestly, like one of my favorite things about this movie is the Sandman. Yes. The, yeah. I, I mean, uh, for those people that didn't know, Sandman was supposed to be either the only villain or the main villain mm-hmm. of this movie. And right. Sam Raimi, of course, was not able to do it the way that he wanted to because of the studio. And the guy that we mentioned in the second episode, do you remember his name? Avi, Avi Arad or Arad, I don't know how to pronounce it, but yeah. yeah. He's the one that brought the idea of bringing in uh, Venom. And like we mentioned before, Sam Raimi did not want Venom in this movie. And uh, a lot of people blame him for it, but obviously people need to know that it's not his fault. Yeah, I mean, I think Sam Raimi definitely tried his best with what the studio wanted from him and what the story wanted with him, like with, with the Venom, like, like I said, I, I, I think he did try to make, like, since Venom was in the movie, he did try to make him like the opposite of Peter Parker, you know, Peter Parker's antithesis, antithesis, whatever. Yes. But if, I don't know, I, I think like poor Sam Raimi, man, like, like he got dealt a bad hand. Yeah. I mean, 
we know that he's going to be working right now. He's back in the in the Marvel world. He's working on Doctor Strange: The Multiverse of Madness. I'm very excited to what he does there. I'm I'm excited, but at the same time, I'm a little bit worried um, because I feel like it's it, it might be like an an Edgar Wright in the MCU type situation where Edgar Wright, like you know, he was going to be an Ant Man. He was going to direct Ant Man, but the studio let him go because of creative differences. And I, I don't want Sam Raimi's vision to be like pushed down in any way. If at least, if, at least he was still, you know, he didn't get fired or anything. You know, he's still working on it. Yeah, I would have loved to see an, an Ant Man directed by Edgar Wright. By the way, I, I would love to see any Marvel movie directed by Edgar Wright. Yeah, uh, Edgar Wright's one of your favorite directors, isn't he? Yeah, definitely. All right, so. I have a bunch of notes here that from the movie um, because uh, I was live uh, writing when I was writing the movie. I mean, watching it. <laughs> I I tried to write notes, um, but I I was like watching the movie and then I was like, man, I don't re- I don't want to watch this movie. But so I wrote down a couple of things. So, but I mean, you you wrote them down too. Yes, like you sure. you wrote down the same notes, so it's okay. Yes, uh, it's it's from the beginning of the movie till the end. It's not, it's not like twenty thousand notes, of course, but <laughs> it's the main things that I just felt like we needed to mention. And the the very very first uh, note that I have here is the symbiote. Where the hell did it come from? Well, it came from space, right? We know that. Yeah, but we know Venom comes from space. This this movie fucking sucks. Oh, <laughs> whatever, whatever. Um, sorry, this movie sucks really bad. Because look, you had you had J. Jonah Jameson's astronaut son in the previous movie, right? You, all you could do is like you don't even have to like write like like you don't even have to shoot like him coming back from space and like the symbiote attaches to a spaceship or anything like that. You can just have a scene where is there it's like in a lab or something and they're like oh yeah uh, they found this in space and then something else happens i don't know like it would have been it would have been uh the kind of nice to see like a, you say the symbiote maybe attaching to his like yeah because when they're returning you know yeah because because that's what it is in the comics uh, in the in the original like continuity it, it comes it comes from space right or another way that you can establish a simply symbiote is have it be created in a lab, like in the ultimate universe. Um, re- really, like uh, it's kind of weird because so far these movies have been sort of grounded. I mean, not grounded because you know there's obviously like superpowers and evil scientists, but since you have evil scientists already, it wouldn't be that big of a stretch. To have the symbiote be born in a lab. I think the bigger stretch is to just have it come from space and conveniently like landing like five feet away from Peter Parker, Mary Jane. Exactly. And no one heard it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's it was, a meteor. Someone has to hear that coming in the, or at least see it. <laughs> I mean, to be to be fair, it was like the tiniest, like little like meteor from what I remember, but yes, it, it, it made it, it it made like a pretty decent crater. I, I it came from absolutely nowhere. Oh, and you know what? I don't know why, like, Peter's, like, spider sense wasn't like, oh, uh, yeah, something's, like, flying towards us. 
Yeah, so, that's one thing that we mentioned before is it's his spider sense is kind of just for convenience. Yeah, well, I know that in the comics, the, the, the symbiote negates the spider sense, but I think that's when it's already bonded to Peter Parker. Yeah. Uh, but it's also not explained in the movie. Yeah, it's not, it's not explained at all in the movie. Um, yeah, there's, a, there's a lot of things that they just kind of glossed over, you know. What, what does get explained is what the symbiote is, like a little bit. Yeah, but not Dr. not Connors, where right? yeah not where it came from so yeah yeah definitely the, the next uh the next uh, uh note that i have here written down is the hit that harry sustained from the pipe um <laughs> i just feel like it, the the way he hit himself and hit to other stuff and you know he was just that was a really big fall I, he should have definitely died or broken an arm at least. Well, I think, I mean, he's supposed to have the goblin powers. Green Goblin, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I saw that. I saw that when he came out of the chamber, the same chamber, uh, you know, with the green smoke, yeah. whatever. Um. Okay, so since we're talking about that, what, what are your thoughts on the fight scene overall? That beginning fight scene? Yeah. Um, I think it's an entertaining for sure. Uh, because I mean, it was set up since the beginning, you know, uh, because of you know, in the Spider Man one, you know, his uh, Harry's father died, and then he thinks Spider Man two, well, he goes the whole movie thinking that it's uh, Peter, like it's it's been set up, right? Right, and I feel like, uh, yeah, like it was coming, like we knew uh, Harry was gonna want to fight P- Peter at some point, mm-hmm. and uh, I think it was entertaining. Um, I think it was funny when uh, Harry threw the pumpkins and the oh, yeah. and, and then Peter was like, I hate those things. Yeah. Like it's funny. Like this movie does have some charm and like some scenes do make me laugh. But uh in in general, yeah, that scene I think it's uh it's good because it was set up uh from the past two movies. Right. Uh the only thing that was like, oh my god, was the 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 ending of it because you know harry ended up in the hospital (laughs) yeah um one one thing i do like about that fight scene is i like that peter's trying to get the the wedding ring Um, yeah like he's constantly trying to get it so there's like some like stakes to the fight more so than well there's already stakes to the fight because you know it's harry versus peter but but i wanted to ask you did you do you think that uh peter wanted harry to get hurt like in like that bad because I, I mean, he did wait for him with the web you know yeah i i don't think so because like the minute that harry goes down and like he doesn't move peter's like oh crap and he like swings down to to like make sure he's okay mm-hmm. so i don't think peter intentionally meant to hurt him like that bad um maybe just uh slow him down yeah yeah, yeah yeah just yeah, to get so was- like just to get the I was, advantage. I was just thinking about that because, you know, obviously Harry hates him at that point. Yeah. But, you know, Peter. But I don't think Peter hates. No, I don't. Yeah. I do not think that Peter hates him. But the way that they were fighting and everything, I just feel like, oh, maybe. Like, I don't know if he wanted him to get hurt. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I guess it was just to slow him down. For, for sure, later in the movie, it is very intentional that Peter wants to hurt Harry. But yeah. for this first fight, for this first fight scene, it's not. Yeah. 
But uh, I want to, we're gonna I'm gonna go wait. ahead with the other notes that I have. Uh, we mentioned the Sandman. Uh, what wait, 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 name? hold on, hold on. Oh. What, what, what do you think of uh, his costume, Harry Osborn's new new oh. Goblin costume? Same. I don't like it. Yeah, it sucks. Even even his glider sucks. Like uh, I actually like, like it. Like it's just a snowboard though. Like it's not. No, no, I get it. I get it. I know it's just a snowboard, but I guess uh, it looks like that because they wanted the you know the goblin to look a little more. Well, yeah, yeah they, they want him to look cool. Yeah, to to look more like modernized, you know. Uh, yeah. But like his suit is it's just black with a mask. I, it's stupid. Yeah. But but I like the board. The the one thing I do like about his suit is like the like the the. The oh yes, that, like the Batman ones. Yeah, the things that like Batman has. I don't know what it, how to how to call them. Yeah, I don't know what they're called either. But the, on the, the things arm. That, yeah, the things that come out of the arm. The, the knives on the arm. Yeah, yeah those, those are cool. Um, I, I know that he was supposed to be like the Hobgoblin or or the Green Goblin, and there's like a reference to that in in Norman's like masks. There's like a yeah, golden. I, I remember the it was the the original, and it was like a chrome mask yeah it's it, yeah it's like a slight like it has like a slightly like golden tint to it too yeah um, i think that, that would have been, cool. been yeah it would have been cool definitely i would have liked to see that yeah but at the same time i just felt like maybe they would have just been recycling it yeah I, I get that um i just think it would have been cool to see see it like like the hobgoblin suit like come to life but it would have been too similar to norman's costume i feel like so i do i do get why they changed it um okay so yeah oh also on my notes i wrote that james franco is dumb because uh he is really dumb in this movie i don't like all right or it's it's entertaining to see like when he gets amnesia he's like my best friends and then he's like he's like playing basketball with peter in the in when he catches the thing yeah, in like his living room, he's like, I don't know, I don't know what what James Franco was smoking in this movie, but <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, I remember I mentioned it in our last video with about Spider Man Two that I I didn't really like Harry in that movie, and in this one it, it's, I mean, he kind of redeemed himself by the end. Yeah, yeah, but I still didn't like him that much. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I prefer him in Spider Man Two. Yeah. Um, and in this one, I think he's like. Because since he since he has amnesia throughout like most of the movie, he like he like has like a goofier performance, um, and then even even when he gets like his his memory back, he's still like really goofy. Like he's like uh, he like taunts Peter, like and then about like Mary Jane's uh, lip gloss or, or lipstick, whatever you know, tasting like strawberries or or something. I hated that so much, dude. And I and. I don't know. Okay. So he calls his butler Ber- Bernard, right? Bernard. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure it's Bernard or it's supposed to be Bernard. They just didn't want to correct him. <laughs> yeah. I, I've never heard of Bernard. Bernard. <laughs> you can't even pronounce Bernard. Bernard. <laughs> Bernard. Yeah. It just, it just, it's just not right. I mean, we already know Sam Raimi didn't want to make this movie in the first place. he was probably just like eh, whatever. Like, yeah whatever let's move on or, i mean i could be wrong and and his like that name is just pronounced that way but i swear i've never heard it like that 
<laughs> what are your thoughts on the on the his assistant or like the butler? The, the, I think he's too old. <laughs> like, he's about to croak. <laughs> yeah, like 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 bless him, right? Because I love him. Um, in the bloopers, he's like he like gets like the same scene wrong like five times, and it's the cutest <laughs> thing ever. But I I've think he's so. That. I think he's so old. Like like when when Harry's like Bernard, go get some food. He's like he's like right away, sir. But I'm like, dude like put him in a home <laughs> dude yeah like like let him retire this guy's like 90 years old <laughs> bless him yeah man all right no. he, he is one of my favorite things about this movie just because i'm like oh i see a, i see an old man i'm like that's funny that's funny yeah i liked when he at the end when uh he kind of like revealed uh to harry like oh you know if your father did Right, right, actually kill himself. Uh, that, that's the scene I was talking about, where he he's like, your father uh, pierced himself with his own gilder. He says he says gilder, and then he says like other different stuff, and he he like messes up the take like five times. <laughs> yeah, but apart from him messing up, I, it is a very touching moment. No, yeah, it's it's nice. Um, and I'll talk about this later, but that scene uh, got cut from the editors. Uh, the editor's cut of Spider-Man 3, which I'll talk about later. Yeah. So then I wanted to talk about more about the Sandman. Okay. So, you know, it, it was kind of revealed, I think, a little too early in the movie. Um, but they, the, I remember they showed the scene in the police station with some uh, with some detective talking to the to officer stacy you know the the captain uh, where gwen, gwen stacy's dad yeah gwen stacy's dad and i remember they said like i, I forgot the, the quote or like the actual quote but i know they said something about oh uh, here is flint marco's information on the ben parker murder and right away i was just like what like i didn't know like i knew obviously because i've seen the movie before mm-hmm. i knew about the twist uh that they added that he was the one that killed uncle ben but I feel like it was just too early in the movie because I don't know. And then after that, they showed it. Uh, but first, I want to ask you, what are your thoughts on the twist? Okay, so I wrote down that I think it's okay for a twist. I think I think it's it's pretty good in terms of like th- this movie's like story, right? Mm-hmm. Because. Um, because I think I think it works. Because um, even with even with the symbiote, I know Sam Raimi didn't want to add it, but it ties into that too. Like with the symbiote, it makes Peter angrier, and he goes after Flynn Marco, and he almost kills him. Mm-hmm. Um, but then later in the movie, at the end of the movie, um, like Flynn Marco is like, "Hey, like it was an accident. Like it's revealed that that he he did point a gun at Uncle Ben, but Uncle Ben was trying to talk him out of it." And and the the robber from the first movie, I forget his name, uh, like comes in and like he taps, like he he brushes against Flynn Marco and his gun goes off, and that's what leads to Uncle Ben's, Ben's death, right? Yes. So I, I think it works because um, even with the knowledge that it was Flynn Marco that shot Uncle Ben, it was because of the other guy that Uncle Ben still died, right? So, yeah, I remember Sandman when he was going in, uh, when he was going to visit his daughter, and uh, 
when he, you know, his wife tells him to leave, I remember he says, I'm not a bad person. Just, uh, it was a, he said bad timing or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but we know that Sandman, we understand, we, we learned that, you know, he did not want to do this. You know, he just, like he said, he's not a bad person. It was just yeah. bad timing. Like he's, he's, so his worst crime is just being a thief, oh. like being a common thief, you know? I remember now. He said, I'm not a bad person. I just had bad luck. Yeah. Yeah. So, and he does have bad luck. I mean, he ended up, he was being chased by the cops and he ended up being the Sandman. That's, that's so. the, that's one thing. That's another thing in my notes that I wanted to mention. How the hell <laughs> did they not see a person go in that little fuck, that little laboratory or that field with the sand? I, I don't know. They, they said that there was like a change in mass and they were like, oh, it's just a bird. But I don't know how they didn't notice. Like when they turned on the a machine, bird. I don't know how they, what they didn't notice that like when they turned on the machine, that the thing didn't move, like the mass was still the same. So I yeah. don't know. I don't know how that got past them. Um, I mean, I would think they would at least have some camera or maybe not a camera, but something that detects like heat, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, like a, some like a thermal camera, at least. I don't know. I don't know. But I like I, I don't know how they would mess that up so bad. Like obviously it's for the movie, but uh for like in realistic at a realistic uh, standpoint, like in my head, I'm the one thinking like how the hell did you just they do not notice that? Right. Like right. there it's a it's a government facility. There has to be cameras. Right. You don't see a guy just jumping over the fence and he just jumps in there. And I wanted to um I like at first I wanted to ask. Well, I didn't. Ask, I wanted to ask you, but like, uh, I asked myself, what are they even doing with the sand? <laughs> uh, I have no idea what they're doing with the sand. Uh, I for, I forget. Um, just because I don't, I don't care that much about this movie to like, <laughs> you know, remember like every single line or like, I I think they said what it was for, but I'm not sure. I think it was something to do with testing uh radiation with sand or something like that. I, it's something. Um, but anyways, I, I like the scene where he, like, he comes out of the sand. Yeah. I I think that scene is really good. Like it has no words. It's like one of the only scenes that is like, I guess, I guess that's another piece of music I like from this movie. Um, yeah, I think it's one of my favorite scenes in the movie. mm -hmm. Um, he like comes out of the sand. He's like trying to form himself. He sees like the locket of his daughter. Which, by the way, we haven't mentioned his daughter is like sick. She has she has like an illness or something, mm-hmm. um, and that's the reason why, like Flynn Marco steals, and that's why he, like, shot Uncle Ben because he was trying to get money for his daughter. Um, but yeah, it's a cool scene. Um, and to finish what I was saying before about the Uncle Ben, like change, I I I don't mind it. I think it works, especially for Peter, because the whole theme of this movie is about like forgiveness, you know. Yeah, that's one of the notes. One of the final notes that I had written down in the in about the movie that you know each each Spider Man movie, you know, it has uh, their own like theme, mm-hmm. and but I think that this movie, uh, the biggest one is forgiveness. You know. Right. Yeah. Um. Um, I even even Peter says it when he when he confronts Eddie Brock about him forging his picture, like Eddie's like, hey, like 
forgive me, Parker, like whatever. And emo Peter's like, you want forgiveness? Get religion. Right. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's a big theme. And I think it works because Spider-Man would not like, even, even if he knew who uncle Ben's killer was right. He like, now that he's Spider-Man, like he wouldn't actively go kill him. Right. Because that's not what uncle Ben would want. That's not what Aunt May would want. They want a responsible hero, not like a vigilante. You know, he's not he's not the Punisher. He's Spider-Man. Right. So it's different. So yes, exactly. so I think it works because, uh, you know, trilogies are all about changing, you know, what what is perceived, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I wanted to mention uh, since we were since you talked about Uncle Ben, just a little fact here. Um, Cliff Robertson, he's the one who played. Uh, the Uncle Ben. It was actually his uh, final film. Just a little fun fact there. And uh, for the Into the Spider Verse. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. When they when they showed Uncle Ben in that movie, it was actually uh, Cliff Robertson's voice when he says yeah. the the great power with great responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. Just a little fun fact there. I can't. W- I can't wait till we talk about Into the Spider Verse. Yeah, and I'm definitely excited for Spider Verse too. I'm gonna I'm write like 17 pages of notes. <laughs> that movie's just great, <laughs> and compared to this movie. <laughs> okay, though I wanted to talk about well, the final question I wanted to ask about uh, the Sandman is, do you th- do you think his powers are cool? <laughs> oh hell yeah, hell yeah! I think his powers are cool. Uh, all, yeah, they're definitely cool. I agree. But one thing that, that like kind of like threw me off is since when the sand fly? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. Actually, I, I, I thought he was just like moving himself, you know, like propelling the sand. But it does look like it's like a cloud of, of sand in this. Movie. Oh, yeah. he, he fully turns into a cloud. Yeah. <laughs> yeah flies away so i i don't know i I, it makes for like a cool shot but i think i think it's kind of dumb too um but i I love the sandman's powers he used to be like like d-tier villain for me spider-man villain but then i saw this one comic where um he like kills peter parker by like going into like he basically suffocates peter parker and then like goes inside his body and like just fills his body with sand so peter's like all fat and gross and then he just explodes like sandman just kills peter parker and i'm like that's 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 raw as hell that's that's insane, insane. yeah that guy's like a tier now just because of that oh uh, yeah it's a pretty underrated villain i wanted to mention the, like just a little note that i wrote i don't know why but um, you know, we we relate every time, you know, if you see Pete, I mean, Tobey Maguire, you're like, oh, he's Spider-Man. Or like J. John Jameson. I mean, J.K. Sinems. Oh, he's from uh, Spider-Man. And uh, also with uh, with uh, the Sandman, I keep forgetting his name. But Thomas every time, in Church. Yeah. Every time I see him in a movie, I'm just like, oh, yeah, he came on in Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's Sandman right there. Yeah. That's good old Flint Marker right there. Yes. And I wanted to, I wanted to, we were moving on now that uh, now okay. we see. Wait, can I what? ask you something real quick? Yeah, sure. Okay. So if the Sandman was in the MCU, who would you cast as Sandman? Putting me on the spot here. 
<laughs> you know, you know how they're bringing in uh, Alfred Molina again as Doctor uh, Octopus and yeah. Jamie Foxx's Electro. Yeah. I feel like he could come back as well. Yeah. Because, or if not, I don't know who. Because on the spot right now, I can't think of actors. But <laughs> I mean, do you have any idea? Uh, I was just thinking John Cena because I saw a picture of him with like a striped shirt, and I was like, he looks like Sandman to me. Who? Uh, John Cena. That's just the like, John Cena. Yeah, <laughs> dude. If they cast him, no one's gonna see him. Uh, that's true. That's true. Uh, how are you gonna mind. see him? Never mind. I don't. I don't know how John Cena films movies. I don't know what technology they use so that people can see him. But it's crazy. Yeah, dude. Like I literally. Wait, don't know actually. What he is. I've never seen a John Cena movie. <laughs> a movie or him? Both. <laughs> I've never seen him in a movie. Is he an actor? <laughs> Dude, whenever he was in wrestling, you know, it was just like he was fighting nothing. Like the other other fighter. The, the, other, the other guy was fighting himself. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now let, I'm going to move on now. With it. <laughs> uh, you're, I think you're going to ask me something, right? Yeah, I wanted uh, because now that uh, the Sandman was established in the movie, we we go to where Spider Man is having his own uh, like ceremony or not a ceremony, but a celebration. Uh oh yeah. Um, so Spider Man is getting the key to the city, right? Because he he saved Gwen Stacy. Yes. Early in in an earlier scene. What do you what are your thoughts about bringing in Gwen Stacy? uh like like what like come on um i don't know um i I get that it adds to like mary jane and peter like having like a rocky relationship uh but i don't like it i think i think it's just adding because because you already have harry osborne there right so that's one love triangle why do you need another love triangle with with yeah. another with another girl um yeah a little fact here fun fact here bryce tell us howard was actually pregnant during the whole movie <laughs> i did not know that yeah i don't know how they did it i mean I pro- she probably wasn't you know nine months but oh yeah you know, but yeah a little fun fact there wow. uh, i just i wrote down there that, like there was no need to to kiss gwen there in the ceremony that's that's true i think peter was like feeling himself because you know the the whole city loves spider-man yeah he's not he's not a menace anymore he's a hero um but yeah, yeah. He, he kisses gwen and he does the the mary jane upside down kiss yeah um, i wrote down uh earlier in my notes before this but it comes up again um do you think that peter is selfish and do you think he does it on purpose um yes i think he's selfish no i don't think he does it on purpose yeah because I remember Mary Jane was like, oh, like, uh, they're firing me from this. You yeah. know, something's happening here. And he's like, yeah, I feel you, Spider-Man. No, you know? <laughs> she, she doesn't even get to tell him that she's been fired. Oh, yeah, that's true. But she, she's telling him about struggles. And then he's yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah. And, and, Spider-Man and, goes to struggles all the time. Yeah, Peter's like, yeah, people are like, Spider-Man, Spider-Man. And I feel better. And, and I think he's innocently being, you know, Yeah, I selfish. think. I think that just in this movie, he let the Spider-Man stuff go to his head. Like, since things are finally working out, he's like, oh, yeah. Like, everything's perfect. Mary Jane, 
uh, she's perfect. She's an actress. She's hot. I don't, you know, like that's what Peter thinks. Of. There's, there's no worries. I'm going to marry this girl. I'm going to, I get to talk about Spider-Man all I want, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But definitely Mary Jane was not happy. I mean, we mentioned before that I don't like Mary Jane. When is she ever <laughs> happy, dude? <laughs> yeah, that's true. A uh, little fact here that I have written down is that uh, Mary Jane's screams in the entire movie oh, oh, yeah. were recycled. <laughs> yeah, I, I I saw that too. Yeah, I, just, I don't know why they would do that. Did Did you know that in the in the final like fight, she wasn't supposed to be getting kidnapped? Really? Why not? Yeah, it, it was supposed to be Gwen Stacy that mm. that get that gets kidnapped. But Kirsten Dunst went up to Sam Raimi or whoever and was like, dude, what the heck? Why am I not getting kidnapped? Even even though earlier she had said, like, hey, like, I don't want to get kidnapped anymore. She's complaining, but then he, they just recycled her screams. I don't know why they would do that. Well, I mean, when you have when when Mary Jane gets kidnapped again, why record new screens? Who screams when you can go back and just reuse i guess so but it's just like, like it's a different situation you know like i didn't even know this that they were recycled until i found yeah, that out. i didn't i didn't know either right because you, can, you can't tell yeah i guess it's true i guess it doesn't affect the film that that much but i just feel like they i mean if if they're gonna if you're gonna be in the movie that you know at least you know act it out you know not yeah. just recycle it if if you're gonna be i don't know what what would you think if if Gwen Stacy was the one that got kidnapped instead of Mary Jane? What would Mary Jane do then? You know, I just I don't know. I, like besides complain about Peter and the theater <laughs> and everything, she would just make a fit. She would just be like, "Why are you saving her, huh?" <laughs> yeah, she'd go, "What the heck? I'm supposed to be your damsel in distress, not this blonde chick." <laughs> she's uh she's gonna be very toxic <laughs> yeah dude, I, she already is toxic yeah but um, even more like today like today's uh anything goes wrong it would just be like, hey what the heck <laughs> uh, i mean i don't know P- peter and her should break up i mean in the comics mary jane dies right and then he goes with gwen stacy no or in some versions it's the opposite already oh yeah yeah okay. that's wrong that's wrong i mean Gwen, That's what they were doing with uh, Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. Gwen Stacy, he dates, like, during college. And then he he's, like, really flirty with, like, Mary Jane. Uh, and then Gwen Stacy dies. And after a while, he ends up dating Mary Jane. Yeah. Um, Which, um, I hate Mary Jane in these movies. She's not comic accurate. Um yeah, we've mentioned that we didn't we haven't liked her in every episode. <laughs> uh, I I I think I prefer Gwen Stacy in the Amazing Spider-Man movies. Yeah, with Emma oh, Stone. Yeah, over both this Gwen Stacy and Mary Jane Watson from the Raimi movies. Yeah. Now, now that we're moving on, uh, we're still talking about Gwen and everything. She came out. She appeared in the French restaurant where where peter was going to propose finally propose mm-hmm. to mary jane right and her coming in and you know touching peter's shoulder and be like oh yeah peter he's amazing he's so smart she knew what she was doing definitely she, she knew, knew what she, she was, was doing. doing 
that's that scene made me so awkward when I rewatched it because I was like, it made me cringe. Like I was like, dude, like he's about to get married and you're coming here like, like touching his arm and all that. Like, I mean, she did say like, oh, Peter has talked so much about you. Yeah, like yeah. She, she knew about Mary Jane. She just didn't care. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I got weird vibes from that. Like, yeah, that's. I mean, like, look, look. The Gwen Stacy character is good, but I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, look, look. It's twenty twenty one. You know, you know, guys can have girl like friends, other girls. Girls can have friends, other guys. But, Definitely. But Peter Parker and Gwen Stacy, though, there's something going on there. Yeah. I'm not a fan of that. <laughs> I don't trust. I don't trust that Gwen Stacy. I don't trust that Peter Parker. That Peter Parker, is too. He's too handsome for his own good. <laughs> too everyone, handsome. Everyone wants to kiss him. Betty Brant wants to kiss him. Uh, I mean, Betty Brant is underrated. <laughs> Gwen, she's, she's she's so good. Um, what's what's her name? Miss Mr. Dickovich's daughter wants to kiss Peter Parker. Oh yeah. <laughs> she like she's like making him cookies and stuff. Yes. But now, now uh, of course, we mentioned uh, Mary Jane not being happy with the Gwen Stacy situation. And right after that, well, he gets, uh, Peter gets upset. You know, he just, he wants to go find, uh, what's his name? Flint Marco. Yeah. Because they finally show the scene, uh, like right after the French restaurant, they show the scene of him going with Aunt May to the, to the, to the police station police and they station. finally show Flint Marco killing Uncle Ben and uh, you know we see uh, Spider-Man finally like just waiting by the by the radio you know where when is he going to come out when is he going to he's waiting for him because he wants to hurt him and uh, um, do you think at that point because at that point he hadn't had the the, the symbiote uh, he was like when he was waiting he didn't have the symbiote yet it was in his room but he wasn't. It wasn't there in his suit yet. Do you think that he wanted to kill Flint uh, Marco? I, I think yes, but I think he wouldn't have killed him. Like I think he would have just hurt him enough, and then he would have been like, "Oh crap, what am I doing there?" Because he because he talks to MJ about it. Like MJ, MJ and him have a fight about Gwen Stacy. But once she she hears that from Aunt May, MJ comes and she's like. Hey, like, I don't want you to do something stupid, you know? Like, I don't want you to do something you might regret. Like, don't mm-hmm. do this, you know? Don't go after Flint Marco. And Pete's like, whatever, I don't need your help. You know, I've been doing this by myself, like, forever. So shut up, woman. Go back yeah. to your apartment. Yeah, but then, obviously, while he's waiting, he gets very tired because he hasn't slept. And uh, the symbiote finally connects with him. Yeah, the symbiote bonds to him. <laughs> I wanted to ask. Why the hell did the freaking symbiote just chill in his room for I don't know God knows how long, just waiting there? I mean, he could have just gone in there in the um, his suit. I think I think maybe it got attracted to like Pete's like feelings, like of like feeling like like anger and like wanting revenge. But I don't know because I because I think the symbiote feeds off stuff like that. But I could be wrong. I. I I'm probably wrong. I mean, they, they didn't explain it in the movie. They, they just said it was a symbiote. Yeah, because in my notes, I just wrote, why did Venom wait so long? <laughs> um, yeah. So, And then finally, we get to see the black suit, which, yeah. like and I mentioned before, one of my sick. favorite suits. Yeah, it's sick. Um, and then Peter gets all emo. Yes. Um, 
and now we mentioned the I well I asked you about do you think uh he would have gone to kill Flint Marco but do you think that Peter would have done the same thing like the same way it acted out without the black suit um like I said no because I think like like I think he would definitely kick Sandman's ass yeah, I, I, I don't. Was, I don't think he would have like tried just, to kill him. I just or, think like, that's, that fight scene was really brutal. Yeah, it was brutal, but I think it kind of sucks because um, there's like it doesn't compare to like the train scene from Spider Man Two, you know. Um, and I think in this movie, a lot of the fights. Although scenes, there is a train in the scene. <laughs> yeah, there's there's several trains, too many trains, I think. Um, yeah. But- like I said, it was brutal. Like the that part when he's p- pushing his head against oh, the train. Yeah, yeah, that part's sick. That- but look, <laughs> one thing I one thing I I hate about that scene, and I guess the the other fight scenes in this movie is that it start to it started, you know, to be reliant on CGI a lot. Yeah. So like you can tell when like in the beginning fight when when it's Harry and and Peter, like you can tell that they're like fake. It's like fake bodies, and then. CGI like like they they pasted their faces on the on the 3D models. Mm-hmm. Um and I think this movie like that's one of the biggest drawbacks like it's kind of like what happened with uh Black Panther. Black Panther. <laughs> Black Panther, you know the final scene and you were saying that it was extremely way too much. You know now that I just I'm realizing that there's also it's There's also guys. trains, right? Yeah, there's also trains, yeah. Yeah. That's that's so curious. I, I hadn't even thought about it until I realized it. But yeah, like how you're saying that it relied too much on CGI. Right. And and not to say that like relying too much on CGI is a bad thing, because like when you look at other Marvel movies, like they're yeah. all CGI. They they yeah, do like some, sometimes it's necessary. Yeah, obviously. But I don't know. I don't think it was necessary for for that scene. I think it would have been better if it was just hand to hand, like Spider-Man kicking the crap of the Sandman. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that, that's my thoughts on that. Yeah. Now, after they finally fight, you know, we see the emo Peter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are your thoughts on emo Peter Parker? Look, man, I've defended emo Peter forever, right? He's funky, man. He's he's <laughs> funky. He knows he he knows what he thinks is cool. Is 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 the the most that I can say about him without being mean. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's he's a he's a loser, right? No guy no guy dancing like that is cool in the middle of the street. I hate um, I, ha- I have to disagree with you, man. If I dance like that, I feel like a million bucks. All right, all right, okay. So maybe it's just me. But <laughs> I, I, I mean look, I, I, I like that it's it's supposed to be Peter like unfiltered, right? Like that's what he thinks looks cool, that's what he thinks is cool. You know, the, the symbiote brings down the, the worst in him, but like he thinks it's the best in him. So, yeah, I mean, I think it's funny. It's really entertaining. I actually, like you say, like it's also entertaining to see like an unfiltered Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. But I have to say there was absolutely no need for for him to move his hair with bangs. It, it was so dumb. I don't I don't know. I never liked that that style. Like, like whenever he changes it in the movie, I'm like, oh, dude. 
you know and he goes to the mirror and he's like oh no i have it's, to move my hair <laughs> it's it's like too wet for me it's like it's like greasy looking i don't like that yeah no it's it's disgusting but i do like i i do like the, the scene where he where he hits on betty brandt at at uh at the daily bugle yeah and then <laughs> I mean, and like at that point he's a single man <laughs> yeah yeah he's like uh betty brandt's like oh peter parker <laughs> you see what i mean that better brand is underrated dude peter peter was ahead of the, uh, of the times because he's like i want to shoot you sometime like like he wants to take some dirty pictures of, of <laughs> betty brand they, they're gonna set up like an only fans or something <laughs> an only fans <laughs> betty brand's only fans oh god i mean uh, what's the price no, I'm low, key, <laughs> low key i would pay for it <laughs> And obviously now after we see emo Peter, we learn uh well at May, like you mentioned, she does not have that much screen time. Yeah. But she does tell him about well, she tries to teach him about morals in yeah. the movie. Um which and, which I, I like that scene. I like that scene more than like the wedding scene because she's like talking about like her and Uncle Ben when they were younger. I like this more because it ties into the themes of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, uh, like I don't know, she has she has very little screen time. Um, but I I like this scene, like I said. Yes. Um, <laughs> and then right after that, he just completely ignores what Aunt May said, and then he goes to fight Harry. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's true. That's true. He like, <laughs> and he's like, he, "You're gonna cry." <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "Look at Goblin Junior and stuff like that." Um, there's no need, but I, I love it. Hey, you gonna cry? <laughs> you, you gonna cry? I don't know. He, yeah, I just feel like at that point, that's when he like fully embraced the symbiote. The, right. the symbiote, yeah. and he's like, "Yeah, f- I'm done with this." Yeah, whatever, Harry, best friend since like whatever. You gonna cry? You gonna piss your pants? Yeah, and then he goes to the and he, jazz and he, club. Nobody tries to kill Harry Osborne. Oh yeah. Have- like With the he, pumpkin bomb. <laughs> he messes up his face. Yeah, that, that, that scene cringes me out. I don't, it, it, it makes me like, when I see Harry's face, it looks like he's having a stroke. <laughs> hey, dude, that's, that's messed up, man. <laughs> I mean, am I wrong, though? No, he's you, like, <laughs> you're not wrong, but. He's like, two face. I don't want you to be right. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The, uh, and so, so after that, he goes to the jazz club. Yeah, the jazz club. And he freaking he he brings Gwen Stacy. Okay, so it's a jazz club where Mary Jane works as a waitress slash yeah. singer, which is which is weird. Um, I've never heard of a restaurant like that. But I mean, actually, it would like be down to go to a restaurant. Yeah, like that. I mean, yeah, that'd be cool. But I, I'm saying I've never heard of that until this movie. I mean, I mean he did it on purpose, right? Yeah, to- he took he took Gwen Stacy, and and he's a real sleaze bag. He gives like twenty bucks to the waitress. So that they can like sit down, and then and then right before Mary Jane starts to sing, he like starts playing the piano, like out of nowhere. When did Peter Parker get lessons? When did he learn? Yeah, did he always <laughs> know, or did the, the symbiote, symbiote the symbiote was controlling his fingers the whole time? The symbiote actually knows how to play the piano. Right, right. So yeah, and then and then there's like this big old dance number. He's like, dig on this. He like, he's like thrusting his hips all over Big the place. Cringe in the t- entire movie, in my opinion. Um, I cringe so hard. <laughs> and and then he like, he like hits Mary Jane Watson like, he pimp slaps her like across the face. 
backhand suit. There was no, there was no need for that. I think. Um, yeah. But of course, like he wasn't in full control. Yeah, it's a, it's supposed to be like oh, like it was the symbiote, whatever. And that's the scene that makes Peter go like, like oh, like I heard Mary Jane. I don't. Yeah, I should. I should realizes, get rid of the symbiote. That's when he goes to the church. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's a kind of a gruesome scene in my opinion, you know, because he's like tearing it off his body. Yeah, but also, um, I don't know if you know the scene where it's like it's like the it's like him like kneeling down, like it's like it's like it's like half of his body is covered in shadow. That wasn't Toby Maguire. Oh, when he's like basically naked. Yeah, when he's basically naked, that was somebody else. No, I didn't know that. Because as the movies went on, Toby Maguire did not maintain like the the physicalness mm-hmm. of, of spider-man so they had to get a, a body double for his back and mm-hmm. uh so just so that they couldn't see the flabs yeah i didn't i actually didn't know that but yeah mentioning because he's tearing off the symbiote venom and uh i have to mention like uh topher grace you know eddie brock coming in at the same time at the church yeah he's just conveniently there <laughs> and who the hell goes to church to wish God to kill someone? I I don't know. You know, uh, look, like I'm not I'm not the most religious guy. I'm um, not either, but I'm pretty sure. But I, I would never do that. I would never go to church and be like, "Yeah, kill Peter Parker, please, God, kill Peter." Parker. Yeah, and obviously we see he turns. Well, he finally gets a symbiote falling down. And he sees, he looks up, and I don't know how he recognized Peter. But, uh, yeah, um, I thought that the symbiote was the one that told, like, that was like, yeah, Peter Parker, Spider Man. Um, but maybe, um, but I don't, I, I, did, not. I wasn't a fan of that. Um, yeah, so, anyways, Venom finally becomes Venom, Topher Grace is Venom, and he and Flint Markle team up to, to get rid of Spider Man. So they kidnap Mary Jane. They tie her up. Uh, no, no, they kidnap her in a cab, and they tie up the cab. Like, yeah, I wanted to just mention here that Venom only had seven minutes of screen time in the entire movie, and obviously we mentioned you know Sam Raimi did not want him in the movie, mm-hmm. but <laughs> I just if you were gonna include him, I just feel like he's kind of just shoehorned in, you know. Yeah, well, I think that's that's Sam Raimi's point, you know. Like he's like, I don't want this guy, yeah. so I'm gonna put him in as like little as possible. He definitely did it on purpose, but yeah, yeah. It, it just feels like that. And I think I think that's also why Venom kind of like doesn't slap because because Sam Raimi was like, I don't care about this guy, so but he's gonna be a stupid nerd, Topher Grace looking, mm-hmm. Eddie Brock, <laughs> dumb picture editing looking guy um anyway um yeah, one thing I one, no I, I was just saying that i'm quoting sam raymond <laughs> uh one thing i like about the kidnapping scene whatever is like uh, in the webs i forget i forget what they wrote um uh was it spider-man save us or something no it was like it was spider-man like, come for this or something i don't know yeah it was like it was like we have mary jane like whatever something to taunt him yeah, but it was written in like the the good old like Spider Man like font from like the nineties. Um, <laughs> I just, I just thought that was cool. Um, yeah, 
And that fight scene, I think it's cool because uh, Sandman turns into a big giant monster. Um, but at the same time, I think there's no need for a big giant monster in these movies. Um, yeah, that's, that's kind of one thing that I didn't mention is that, uh, you know, you mentioned before that uh, the Spider-Man 1 and 2, they're kind of like grounded movies. Right. And right. Uh, I in this movie, that's when we finally see like, uh, you know, a superhuman you know what i mean yeah something that that's right. so like normal like green goblin was like he has superhuman abilities doc yes. ock is just a dude which by the way i don't know how doc ock took like so many punches from peter parker he held um, back yeah but like that guy tried to kill Aunt May, you know I... <laughs> so yeah but but sandman he's just like made out of sand which, you know, he has to be accurate to the comics, but he turns into a giant monster. And I don't know, it, it started, it, it feels like this movie tried to be as big as it could be because, you know, it's the third movie. Like, they're, they're really, they, these movies were popular. More superhero movies are coming out. Like, we need to, we need to be bigger. We need to be badder. Mm-hmm. Uh, emphasis on badder, by the way. Because, <laughs> like I said, this movie's bad. Um, if you if you forgot that this movie's bad, <laughs> um, yeah, but no, yeah, I I had to say like uh, this movie, oh god, <laughs> like it, it's look, it's not the worst Spider-Man movie. It's not, but but it's it, not it's, good. Man. It's not good, of course. But would you say that this movie is better than Amazing Spider-Man Two? Oh. Uh, then Amazing Spider-Man Two, uh, yeah, I think I think so. Like the only thing I like about Amazing Spider-Man Two is like the suit, the suit, yeah, and, me too. <laughs> and 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 like when when he web swings in that suit, I think it's really really well done, really good CGI. That's one um, thing they got really good. I I really like the swinging scenes. Yeah, dude. Um, we'll talk about that when we talk about about those other movies because yeah. I can talk about that forever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I think I think this movie's better than that one. I don't know if it's because I don't know if it's better than the first Amazing Spider-Man to me because I'm like I kind of flip flop between these two. Mm-hmm. But it's yeah. I don't think it's it's not it's not that good. And going back to the final scene, we finally get you know epic battle that yeah. it's been hyping up, and obviously not as epic. <laughs> well, Spider-Man gets his ass kicked. Yeah. Right. Like he's getting hammered by the Sandman. No homo, by the way. Could be the end but, of Spider-Man. Like the yeah, could, could this be the end of Spider-Man? Um, and then and then Green Goblin shows up, or the new Goblin shows up. Harry, he he's like, I gotta save, I gotta save Peter and MJ. They're yeah. my best friends. Whatever. Blah blah blah. And, and then he he dies. And then, and then he dies. He gets he gets impaled by his own glider, just like Same his way. just like his dad. Um, Ven- Venom freaking stabs him, and then Peter Peter does a really cool thing. Like he he makes like a cage and he with with some bars, and he makes like a sound trap, right for mm-hmm. Venom. And he pulls Eddie out of Venom, and then he blows up Venom with a pumpkin bomb. But. But he just completely disintegrates. Yeah, uh, and and Eddie, well, it's the it's the same pumpkin bomb that killed those guys. Yeah, 
um, that were on the balcony, you know, like Professor X and, and those other guys. <laughs> Professor X, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's one of those disintegrating pumpkin bombs. But, but stupid Eddie, Eddie Brock can't live without the symbiote. So he jumps in as the bomb is exploding and he dies too. You see a skeleton and, and it's sick. I think it's really, it's so it's, dumb. It's fun. Yeah, it's dumb, but like in a fun way. And then makes sense for the movie, but it's dumb. Yeah, and then Harry dies and the movie ends. And then, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So oh, like, oh. Because, what, what okay. Movie? So, so out of the first five movies, right? Like, this trilogy and the Amazing Spider-Man duology, Spider-Man Two is the only one that does not end in a funeral. Oh wow! Or like, Spider-Man two. or like, true. or like, there's no funeral like at all in that movie. That is, I hadn't even noticed that. No, good point. Yeah, I, I saw that in the video and I was like, man, that's that's just lazy right there. <laughs> yeah. Well, now we finally got. To the end of the movie now i have to mention some some uh facts here that i have i know i mentioned before but i want to mention some more uh the first one is that spider-man 3 was almost going to be split into two movies and do you think that would have been good for the movie or bad uh, i think it would have been good but at the same time i feel like just make separate movies like Make make one about the Sandman, make one about Venom, and then mm-hmm. have Harry there as like like connecting the two movies, I guess. Like like it's an overarching thing, but it's two separate movies. Um, I think that would have worked out better. Yeah, uh, I think it would have been better as well, I agree. And you know how I mentioned like Venom was like kind of shoehorned in? Yeah. Um I or feel just, like with the more screen time yeah. and a better Venom, um, yeah. I think the movie would have been really, it worked would have worked really well right yeah like um like uh like i don't think venom should have been like maybe the main focus of sam raimi wasn't like mm-hmm. feeling it but but i think he could have been like a good like he would have been better if he would he would have had longer screen time yes like you could have had a movie where like harry uh is is like teaming up with venom but then venom gets like all crazy and and big and strong and then that's when harry and uh pete have to team up something like that i don't know yeah and uh i wanted to also mention a little another little uh casting fact that scarlett johansson was almost going to play uh gwen stacy and obviously I, if she it was probably in that movie she probably wouldn't have been in the mcu i mean they're a couple years apart but um I, it wouldn't have worked out. It probably would have ruined her career. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> so that's all the facts that I have right right now. Do you have any others? Uh, so the only thing I was going to bring up is that there's an an alternate version of this movie. Um, it's the Spider-Man Three editor's cut. Um, it cuts down some scenes and deletes some scenes altogether. Um, and it it's also it's it, it also has like some different scenes like. Like I said before, the there's the scene where Harry talks to Bernard, right? And that's what makes him go save Peter Parker and, and and MJ. But in the editor's cut, it's a different scene where um Harry looks at a picture of his friends and then he sees like the news and he's like, Oh crap, they're in trouble. And he goes by himself, like without without that information for Bernard 
or Bernard. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, and then there, there's an there's an extra scene at the end where um, it's Flint Marco's girl uh, daughter Penny. She goes outside and there's like a sandcastle in like the middle of the parking lot, meaning like you know it's her dad. Um, overall, I think you're fine watching either of these two versions of the movie because they're still pretty bad. Um, <laughs> Not gonna it, save the movie. Yeah, it just depends on on what you want to see. Like the editor's cut tries to be like shorter. It tries to be it, it it adds some nicer things, I think, but it's still the same movie. Like it doesn't save the movie like at all. Yeah, so. it's like controversial opinion, but it's like you're meant the way you're talking about it, it's kind of like the Justice League. And we'll probably talk about the Justice League at some point, but I I had a I have to mention from now that Zack Snyder's uh, version of it is overrated. <laughs> I know we're talking um, about Spider-Man, completely different things, but yeah. I just had to mention it. So <laughs> I, I haven't seen the Snyder cut yet because it's long. And I, to be honest with you guys, I never finished Justice League because I thought it was kind of bad. Yeah. But we'll talk about that when we talk about it. Like, I'll, yeah, I'll, I, I just I had to mention it because the way he was talking about it, I just feel like sometimes a director's cut is just it's not going to save the movie. Yeah, well, the, the funny thing about this is that it was it's not the director's cut; it's an editor's cut of the movie. Yeah, where they they tried to fix it, um, and I don't think it works out for the better, but I don't think it works out for the worse either. Like it's they they both stand like this like they're both doing the same thing um so yeah with that being said that's the end of this trilogy this yes. movie killed spider-man like sam raimi spider-man um, uh, do you think that sam raimi knew <laughs> that it was gonna be bad i, I think yes because I, i've heard interviews saying that he like like if he could make this movie again he would do it like differently or like that he's not proud of this movie like at all mm -hmm. um which which is sad because he he like after this movie rap like he had ideas for spider-man 4 there's storyboards you know it was supposed yeah. to have the vulture it was supposed to have mysterio bruce campbell who's yeah. in this movie again john malkovich um, was going to play the vulture yeah bald malkovich over here um yeah and so like he went to the studio and there and he was like so what's up what's going on with spider-man 4 um, and they were like, are you sure you want to do Spider-Man 4? Uh, maybe you want to do something else. And that's when he, when he got the hint that like, oh, they're going to they're gonna reboot the franchise instead of moving on with my version of Spider-Man 4. And it just sucks, you know, like the, the trilogy ended on like, on, on like a downer. Um, it's, it's not the worst like movie trilogy, mm -hmm. um, but, but it's, it's got one of the weaker like endings. So, what would you rate it? The trilogy or this movie? The movie and then the trilogy. I would give this movie like a like a five or a six. I think. Um, I agree with a six. Just because, like, I I do enjoy it more than I don't like it because I I usually view the trilogy as a whole, and this is the like the low point. Um, if you're going for the for, for like the trilogy, I think I would say an eight because of this movie. Um, like spider-man one and two spider-man two especially is like almost the perfect movie um and and this movie just br brings it down for me a lot you know like i try to avoid this movie as much as i can yeah like i agree with you it it, it brings it down and i like as as a whole 
I'd probably rate the trilogy an eight out of ten. Yeah. And yeah. Of course, it does. It doesn't mean I don't love it. I still love this trilogy. I always will. Mm-hmm. And even though this movie is not my favorite, I'll still keep watching it years going forward because it, you know, it just completes it. Yeah. And there's, of course, there's stuff that we don't like, but there's also stuff that we do like. Right. Yeah. Like. It's not the worst superhero movie. It's not the worst Spider-Man movie. Definitely not. Yeah. So every movie has something that we can appreciate. And that's that's the thing uh, that I really enjoy about these movies is that everyone can enjoy it their own way. Right. And I mean, that's uh, the same thing about like any other movie, you know, yeah. just because we don't like a certain thing doesn't mean you guys have to agree with us, you know. Yeah. We we may not like this movie. You guys may love it. Um, I used to love it at some point. You know, we yeah, we too. we may not like Justice League that much, but hey, maybe we'll change our minds when we watch it again. You know, we might find find something new uh, that's yeah. worth liking when we rewatch it. And that's the good thing about movies that you can form your own opinions uh, and you can change your opinions whenever whenever something new comes along. Yeah. You know, so yeah. Yes, of course. Sebastian makes a good point. Don't let anyone tell you that you can't like a movie. Yeah. I, I make fun of my girlfriend a lot because she likes like, you know, like cartoon movies, but I only do that as a joke. She she usually likes really good movies. And even the ones that are kind of like bad, like we still have a good time when we watch them. Um, so, yeah, uh, I think that wraps up this episode. Uh, or would you like anything else? Would you like to add anything else, JP? No, I think we it's we pretty much covered the, the movie, but uh, I just want to mention that uh, I hope you enjoy. I just want to say that I hope you enjoyed us talking about Spider-Man, uh, the whole trilogy. And of course, we'll move on from uh, Marvel from right from now on. If you would like us to talk about any movie in specific, it doesn't have to be Marvel. It could be anything it, or anything comics. It doesn't have to be anything like that. Nothing nerdy. It could be a horror movie. It could be a funny movie. Anything you would like. Yeah. We'll, we'll be you hoping. Uh, to hear from our, our listeners and uh, you know, we would love to have you guys' input on yeah. this. And- um, what we might do, we might put a poll after this with like a couple movies and, and you guys can vote what movie you think we should talk about, or just comment what movie you yeah. would like us to see next. Uh, comment on our YouTube or you can tweet at us or you can comment on our Instagram. Any of our uh, social medias. Yeah, we, um, ha- we, we have a Twitter, we have a YouTube, a TikTok. Uh, did I mention uh, Instagram? Yeah. So yeah. anything you could think of, we have it. We also have a Facebook page now. Uh, came a little bit later, but we have it now. Right. Make sure to follow, subscribe, uh, and I, I follow or subscribe either, either one of those. But yes. Follow us on all our social medias. Uh, it would really uh, appreciate us and leave a like if you can. Rate us uh, the best uh, uh, you can if you th- enjoyed the, the show. Yeah, and, and uh, we'll be back. <laughs> yeah, and uh, let us know what we can do differently. You know, uh, we're trying our best to improve. Uh, you know, we're we're new to this, so just let us know. Give us feedback. And yeah, yeah. remember, guys, stay till the credits. I've been Sebastian. Yeah. Always stay to the credits. I've been JP Quintana. All right. We'll see you guys later. Bye.